0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, hello. So, in the Buddha's teachings on the four foundations of mindfulness, on the section of mindfulness of the body he has an exercise on what's generally called the four elements. And the four elements are usually uh, called uh, earth, water, fire, and air. And one of the reasons in this exercise is to become aware of our sensations of our body in their elemental uh, properties, elemental manifestations. And one of the classic reasons for this meditation is to uh, be able to experience our our present moment experience without the filter of self-identification, without all that comes along with taking it personally and making it mine, or it's happening to me, or this is my experience. And um, to be able to kind of st- uh, experience it directly without any overlay of self, to do so impersonally in a sense. Not, not, but impersonally sounds cold, so I kind of made up the term uh, pre-personal or under-personal, something that's so intimate that uh, it's so close in, it's so intimate, so settled here, so connected here, that it uh, we stay so at the, at the foundational level before... The mind starts uh, bringing in ideas of me, myself, and mine. So, um, one of the so this uh, exercise in the four in the four elements is uh, meant to be an element to freeze us from self self uh, concerns, preoccupation. Now, the elements: um, earth, water, air, and fire. I don't know if it's appropriate to call it elements, because the elements kind of like it's the elemental table. It kind of implies some solid, like atoms, some things, molecules, that's some th- fundamental things that uh, exist. And, um, but rather, that uh, probably the better translation of datu, the, the Pali word, is properties. And um, because there's many things that are datus which are clearly not elemental in terms of things. They're elemental in terms of being fundamental like the building blocks of something. But they're not things. They're processes, they're activities, they're uh, things that are appearing and disappearing. And so, uh, so these have to do with our sensations. So it's not our thoughts, it's not our feelings about it, but rather the sensations that might be there uh, providing the information that helps us understand, oh, this is an emotion. The sensations that tell us the impact that thinking might have. So the sensations to stay there in in the realm of sensations. The idea of the four properties, earth, water, fire, and air, is to give us a little bit of an orientation of how to stay close in to these, these different things. So the, uh, the earth element is solidity, hardness, softness, firmness, um, uh, maybe tightness sometimes. So anything that kind of feels solid uh, or the opposite, kind of soft, that range is considered the earth element. Uh, uh, granite rock is really hard, soft soil the earth is quite soft, you put your hand in it. Water, uh, the water element is one of the harder ones to experience, but the way that the tradition holds it up is that uh, it's fluidity, the kind of fluidity where the, the fluid kind of holds together. That's what fluid is, it's kind of, water has a very little of uh, force that keeps the molecules connected to each other. Um, the spit in your mouth has more stickiness to its to itself and um and you know so so things that hold things together keep things kind of coalesced um, so um it 's a little bit hard to feel and experience, but maybe you get the idea and then um there 's fire, which is a temperature hot and cold and um and then, and then, then uh, there's the air element. The literal uh, word in poly is not air. We say air, but it's wind. And then it's easier to understand that the elemental is uh, level here is has to do with movement. So uh, any movement we have in the body, um, uh, as we're sitting still, for example, and there's some kind of movement, that's the the wind element moving through us. And um, the, um, so the, um, And it can be a delight to be able to put to rest our self-preoccupations, put to rest all these kinds of concerns about me, myself, and mine, and become so deeply personal with our experience that the, the idea of personality, personalness falls away. And um, so I tried the underpersonal, uh, prepersonal. I see in the chat someone's suggesting subpersonal, maybe underneath it all. Um, and um, but this is where the the idea—it's so personal. The idea of personal personal uh, falls away. It's kind of like some people may have, maybe have the experience of being in your home or in your bedroom. No one's around, and maybe in your pajamas, and you're cozy with a cup of tea, and. There's no self concern about me, myself, and mine, and you don't know, thinking about yourself. You're just kinda of cozy and settled and there's no other person to bounce off of, to compare ourselves to or be in interaction with, and where you feel like it's just okay to be ourselves. So in meditation it can be this way, where it's so okay to be ourselves that this is the maybe the one place where we can drop the social world. We can drop um, the responsibilities we have to do temporarily uh, so that we can get underneath to a deeper level of, um, of well-being, of safety, of, of comfort, um, where, where we can be, just be absorbed in the simplicity of the moment, in the sensations of the experience. There's no agenda, not trying to be doing it for a purpose, not trying to get concentrated or something, but just kind of uh, floating in the sensations that they come and go, kind of diving into them, sinking into them. And to have a, a fairly good experience of this <laughs> becomes a wonderful uh, um, personal experience of an alternative to all the me, myself, and mine, mining that we go through the day with. It can be exhausting how much uh, our self-concern is part and parcel of so many of the things we're doing all day long. Our preferences, what we're trying to avoid, what we want, what we don't want, how we feel about things, our opinions, my opinions, um, how we, we are in relationship to other people. It's, uh, many people can get exhausted from all the ways in which we're navigating ourselves in relationship to other people. And with challenges that we have in our lives, uh, the challenges tend to evoke a strong sense of self because the challenges often has some personal quality. I have to figure out, I have to, it's happening to me, or I'm responsible, I have to figure something out. And so this emphasis on ourselves as the agent or as the victim or as something kind of elicits more self. Some of that's okay, but it's really nice to know an alternative. It's really nice to know that there's another way where we don't take things personally but it doesn't feel cold. We just are present for things without measuring it against our idea of self or measuring against me, myself and mine and what it means for me. To, to do this four element meditation drop down into the sensation that's this deeper than personal is, um, gives us a feeling for going about the challenges of our life without taking them so personally. Maybe they involve something that has to be done but then we do it without the weight of uh, why me? I shouldn't have to do it or this is too difficult for me. It's just, there's a simpler way of engaging where the me, myself and mine doesn't interfere it might be there in the background, guiding a little bit, but it doesn't interfere. So some people uh, find the four-element meditation very meaningful. And in fact, uh, for this insight meditation practice that I, that I learned in Asia, um, uh, it, it kind of the heart of it was uh, the four-element meditation, in that the heart of it was to really drop down into the sensations of the experience. Not the thoughts of the experience, the stories about the experience, not the idea, we take how we take it personally, the experience, but to actually dropping down and really staying intimately present for the sensations. And this gets really helpful, like with an emotion. Uh, uh, what are the sensations of the emotion? And to course and travel and feel the sensations of the emotion? What are the sensations connected to thinking? What are the sensations involved in activity and movement that we're doing? And to spend some quality time in this subpersonal realm of just the sensations is quite freeing. And the freedom of self that it provides then becomes a reference point to much better understand how much extra self we bring along as we go about our life, including with our challenges. So, um, so, you might, uh, if you feel inclined, uh, see if you could find a way to settle in, in some nice way at home or somewhere, for a few minutes, here and there, to see if you can be so at ease that you stop taking anything personally. It's just nature operating through you, just nature operating in this body that's here. And in not taking it personally, not being aloof or cold, but rather diving in to the sensations, diving into the the basic, fundamental building blocks of sensations, from which we build our interpretation of life, and um, and see what that see if that teaches you something about a, a, a less self concerned way of being in the world. It's invaluable to do when we have challenges, because the challenges that. Um, that we have that um, get mixed up with self-preoccupation, those challenges become much more difficult. But the less self there can be, self, uh, the agitation of self, uh, the easier it is to take care of challenges in a responsible way. So thank you. Um, so the end of the week this Sunday at IMC we're going to have a um, community meeting I think the first in-person community meeting since the pandemic I know many of you are far away but some of you are close by and uh, we're having it at, a, at about 11 o'clock which is um, um, you know after the, the usual Sunday morning program and there's no need to register to come to the community meeting. You can just come to it. You do need to register to come to the, the Dharma talk. Um, and uh, so, um, and uh, we'll talk about IMC. We'll talk about the pandemic. We'll talk about uh, our COVID protocol and maybe it's changing it. Talk a little bit about the vision of IMC and how we're going to go forward from here and hear from you a little bit about uh, what do you think. Um, your ideas of IMC and how we'd go go on from here. And then in um in about a month we'll do a similar kind of community meeting for the online community and we'll do it on Zoom and there'll be information more about that later, mid April sometime. So thank you. And um, and look forward to being here with you on Monday.